Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. I'm Sean. And it's Halloween night, and this is our final special edition of Mashley at the Movies, 31 Days of Halloween, where each day in October we have talked about a movie that is in the horror, thriller, mystery genre, and we're going to end this with Trick or Treat. Yeah, Trick or Treat came out in 2007. It takes place on Halloween night in a uh, town that's almost a picture postcard (laughs) Halloween town, which... Um, can be a little scary at times, <laughs> but it's almost kind of an anthology, but it weaves in uh, what seem to be desperate stories uh, that taking place in the town with different characters, but they all do uh, in their own way kind of intersect at various points. Mm-hmm. And of course, there are sort of horrific elements uh, to each of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um... My initial thoughts of Trick or Treat was I, I'd heard a lot of kind of hype about it, about how it was, um, you know, one of one of the better horror films um, released at the time. And I think at this point it's uh, released in 2007. So it's, it's you know, it's almost, it's coming up on 15 years old, so it's not that new anymore. But I'd heard a lot of pre-hype on the movie. Um, and I did enjoy it. Like Matt said, um, it is kind of an anthology in a way. It's kind of bookended with separate characters. Um that, that 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 do intersect throughout the movie. Um, there kind of is, uh, you know, I wouldn't say a narrator, but a kind of common character mm-hmm. um, to the film. But I've always been a sucker um, for the anthology format. So uh, when I heard that that was that what this was, I, I was pretty intrigued. And I think that for the most part, I think that this is a kind of a nice, um, well-made throwback to um, that type of um, you know anthology horror film. And I will say that if you're looking for a Halloween film, I mean. This is it. You know, this this like you guys said, this this film kind of drips Halloween from the the setting to um, to the town to um, you know the costumes. It's 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 a pretty well made, pretty fun movie. I thought. What would you think, Ashley? I would agree. I think the movie looks great. Yeah, um, and it's very well made. Um, I love the setting of this midwestern town. I think they said it's in Ohio. Um, that you know just goes all out for Halloween. There's a parade, and all the houses are just you know festooned <clears throat> with um, jack o' lanterns, and, um, and yeah, it, it's it's nice just to look at. Um, it's it's well constructed. I mean, I, I like the different stories and how they relate to each other. Um, so f- from that point of view, I, I like it quite a bit. I don't know. There's something about it that. I, Leaves me a little cold. It's mm-hmm. like it's. I'm never. I was never really um, held in suspense. Uh, yeah. It's not that scary, really. Um, I don't know. I, I I come away from it thinking it looks great. There's some good performances. I think everyone in it is is really good. Um, it's just yeah, didn't scare me that much. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um. So I've seen this movie twice. Uh, the first time was a few years ago um, at our local art theater. It's called The Art Theater. Just mm-hmm. give them a plug, as we do sometimes. <laughs> if you go to their website, theartheater.org. Um, every October, they have um, sort of a horror movie marathon. Um, starts late at night, and so we can only usually last for about a couple of them. But uh, Trick or Treat was one of the movies. That was my first time seeing it. And I did feel some suspense. And I was kind of way, you know, curious about how things would turn out and these different stories that were happening and this and seeing how they intersected was was interesting. And then again, you know, it, it as Ashley's talked about, it looks good. It's a well-made movie. 
Um, the town is, this sounds like a weird thing to say, but it's almost like a Thomas Kincaid painting <laughs> come to life, but, but for Halloween. Um, the second time I watched it, which was just recently in preparation for this podcast, uh, I felt no suspense. Even though my memory of the movie was a little murky, but I remember as I was watching it, things kind of were coming back to me. But um, I was kind of watching it a little bit, felt a little distanced. Mm -hmm. um, because I did sort of, generally speaking, knew how it was going to unravel. Mm -hmm. So I, that's interesting. I mean, you know, um, old, old school film critic Polly and Kale was famous for only watching a movie once. So, you know, we live in a time now where that's not the case. I mean, people watch their favorite movies a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so part of me wonders whether it's fair to judge a movie based upon a, a second or multiple viewings. Mm -hmm. um, so if I'm going with my first viewing of this, I mean, I give it a higher grade than, you know, subsequent, you know, repeat watching. Um, and it, But this also, the second time, though, I mean, I felt a little bit... I was reminded how some of the stuff is kind of disturbing. I mean, yeah. there's, like, child deaths in Absolutely. this. There's, uh, there's uh, date murders. There's... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's it's actually kind of... I don't know why I, I say this about this movie compared to some other horror movies, but this one feels a little mean-spirited. Yeah. Um, so, it's... It's certainly, I think, good for the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess if this is going to be your first time watching it, then, um, then yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was actually going to bring up the same point, Matt. It's a good point. And the point I was going to bring up was uh, if you're cringy about violence towards children and kids, I mean, this has its share of it. And mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, that's kind of a thing I noticed as well. I think, I think that the director's intent on this was kind of, um, you know, more so than any type of, you know, original idea or um, anything else. I think he wanted it to be kind of, quote-unquote, fun for horror fans. I think he wanted to kind of bring back, um, you know, an element of, like, let's say, you know, a creep show type thing, which mm -hmm. creep show is ten times the movie this is, if, if you ask me. Now, again, I, I like Trick or Treat. It's just, and I think you kind of alluded to this, Ashley, I, I mean... It, it was it was fine. It was a to me. It was it was worth a watch. I've probably seen it three times total. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know that I'd be any any in any rush to go back to to see it again. I thought it was an effective piece for what it did, and a lot of why it was effective was like what Matt said. It it is. I mean, it's got some disturbing elements to it. Um, I think what's interesting though is it seems like this film is revered by. It, it's got a legacy of its own. I mean, oh, yeah. I think. Um, Sam, I guess, is the burr, the burr sack headed kid, <laughs> yeah. narrator type, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, like, he became kind of like a horror icon, not as massive as Freddy and Jason and, you know, um, Leatherface or but I think he kind of has entered that, um, that world. I went to over to uh, Indianapolis to um, kind of like the horror convention, um, you know, what was it, like a month ago, maybe, or, and there were, there were a lot of, there not a lot. There were a couple of Sams running around, like kids <laughs> dressed as Sam. Hmm. There was Sam merchandise, so it kind of, it took on its own. It, it took on kind of a little life of its own. And to me, I don't think this is quite the type of film that really deserves like um, you know that that type of worship. I thought it was fine, um, but it's interesting that you know people talk of a sequel, and I, I don't know who's clamoring for it. It was you know I love the anthology format, but. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of this movie. I think it's very Halloween-y. I think it's very appropriate to do on Halloween just because of, you know, how indebted it is, obviously, to the holiday. But 
I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. A, a lot of it was like mildly disturbing, and I'm a <laughs> horror fan, but mean spirited was a good term actually that you said. It, it is a mean spirited film. Um, I don't know. I thought it was all right. Yeah, I I agree that it is mean spirited, <clears throat> and I think that's one reason. I think there's some attempts at kind of some black humor. There are, but it, even that doesn't that kind of falls flat. Doesn't really work for me just because it does seem a little too mean, yeah. mean spirited. Um, I, this is the second time I'd seen it, and I think both times I didn't feel suspense. And mm. um, I think you know, watching it a second time, I did pick up on. There's a lot of references to kind of urban legends, Halloween legends, and like the razor blades in the candy and mm. the glass in the candy and stuff that I didn't really pick up on. And there's a lot of ways that the different stories kind of brush up against each other that I didn't really neat. I didn't really notice the yeah. first time but I, I got it I got more the second time so you know there's 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 stuff of value in this movie but I just yeah it, it, I just don't really like it that much no I that's a good way to <laughs> I liked probably my favorite part of the one of my favorite parts of the I like the um the story that the, the kids descending in the little elevator that's mm-hmm. for some odd reason like on yeah. a cliffside right, um, so, right. but I really I kind of like that was probably other than like the bookends of the film it was probably my favorite bit yeah. um that was on first viewing my I think my favorite segment because mm-hmm. I, I felt suspense in that yeah. segment yeah yeah upon a second viewing knowing generally I I, I didn't remember a hundred percent what what transpired in it but I knew enough. Yeah, I didn't feel much suspense no. the second time. Yeah, it, it's 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 a well well filmed segment. It's, yeah, um, there weren't many. I I don't want to stand out performances for me. I like Brian Cox in general, and I think he okay. always does a nice job. And I think he he was the high bar in this movie. And he he does a he's pretty in general a wonderful actor. But was the cast looking through it? I don't know. It, kind of forgettable. I like Dylan Baker well enough. Very disturbing in this though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, but. I have to, I, I'm just now looking at the IMDb credits for the the writer, the Michael Doherty, who mm-hmm. also directed it. Mm-hmm. I'm just fascinated by this, so we we have to talk about this for a moment. <laughs> so, Sean, earlier you mentioned something about sequels. Apparently, I'm guessing this did have sequels. So, did it in 2011? He is credited with writing Trick or Treat, Making Friends, and that's a short. And then it looks like in 2012 there was a full movie, Trick or Treat, Father's Day. No clue what those are about. Really? But they have the trick-or-treat name. And then his other writing credits include things like um, Superman Returns, mm. um, X-Men Apocalypse, Krampus, mm. which Krampus is a solid film. I like I, it. I'll give him that. Yes. Uh, and then he also wrote this year's um, Godzilla King of the Monsters. And I'm a Godzilla guy, so I like that. And that, that movie... <laughs> you guys were not feeling less, Godzilla. Less, less said about that movie, the better. <laughs> but this... I just, I'm fascinated by his resume there. He's the king, man. Godzilla's the king. <laughs> Just about a year older than uh, my own, myself. So, um, yeah. Any but final it, thoughts? It has Anna Paquin in it. It Wait, does have Anna Paquin. Is she in it? Who yeah. is she play? Um, she's the. She's in the kind of quiet, shy. Uh, you think she's quiet? In the little red writing that's uh, oh, okay. right, right. Yeah. Which I'm always just wondering, how did she end up in in this movie? But didn't she win an Oscar? Yeah, she did for the piano. <laughs> She did indeed. Yeah. Harvey Keitel's walking around in the raw a lot in that movie, wasn't he? Or was that Is the it, piano? Yes, that was, was the, the piano, piano. <laughs> right? Yeah, I've never seen that. Oh, really? Oh. I did. I saw that at the theater actually. 
I was I trying to too. be well-rounded, and I, I liked it. I think no, it's, it's been a long time. Oh, since I thought it was a really good but, movie. Uh, I mean, she was a little kid when she won that Oscar. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like what sixty now or something. No. All right. So score time. What do you give this, Ashley? Six point five. Sean, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it about I'm gonna give it about a five. I think, uh, you know, I think that it was uh, wink wink nod nod for the horror film fans. I think it was mean spirited and you know just mm-hmm. to impress. I think it was all right. It was entertaining. Neither bad nor good. Five is gonna be what I'm gonna give it. <laughs> I give it a five and a half. Um, so our score is a five point seven. And uh, it's on the tomato meter. It's a fresh 84%. Again, like you said, Sean, there's a lot of people that dig this movie. Yeah, I mean, um, it's got its own fan base, that's for sure. Yeah. Thanks for listening, folks, and thanks for joining us this month for uh, our 31 Days of Halloween. Sean, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me, guys. I always appreciate it. Happy yeah. Halloween. Yes. Good Happy night. Halloween. Halloween.